AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everybody, welcome to Movie Crush. I got no on my left. Da 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 da. That means I'm also on Noel's left. Yeah, well, yeah, you are. You are. That's true. You just had to figure that out, didn't you? I am a left-handed, and that was very easy for me to figure out because I just thought, which hand do I write with? And that was the one you were next to. Are you a lefty? I am a lefty. Did not know that, Noel. Southpaw. Uh, I, I believe isn't the rumor that um. Isn't the legend that lefties are more creative? Is that true? I couldn't speak to that, Chuck. I only know myself. Well, who is super creative. Well, that's very Multi-talented. Kind of you, Chuck. Well, Chuck. No, come, you can do it now. all. Come now. You play instruments. You can sing. Uh, you know. You can, uh, I just, all I do these days is karaoke and podcasting. <laughs> What's your karaoke jam? Uh, I got uh, Lately, I've been really liking Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Oh, you did that at our Christmas jam I last did, year. Yeah, that was great. I, 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 I tend to do that as a go-to. I also like uh, Ashes to Ashes by David Bowie. Oh, um, and Ashes also, to Ashes, funk to funky. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, what else? We know Major, Major Tom's a junkie. That's <laughs> so great. It's great. Um, those are my two, my two big ones these days. Yeah. All right. That's good. I, I need like to take, change mine take, up. Take on me by aha occasionally. Can you do that? I can hit that note. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's a little early right now, but. You can hit that, the note. Oh, I think that is a cheat. Noel, is that the. <laughs> There's dogs lined up outside the door all of a sudden. <laughs> as high as I can go. Sorry. 
I think, well, though, when you're in the karaoke spirit on the stage and you got oh. some drinks in oh. you, yeah. you just squeeze those yeah. nuts. You, you, you make it happen. <laughs> that voice goes You up make it high. happen. I did karaoke at a uh, at a friend's wedding in Philadelphia. My good friends, Eddie and Allison, years ago, and I remember I went to this bar in Philly and uh, signed up. I think someone had done Under Pressure, which is my usual go-to uh, because I do both parts, Freddie Mercury and David Bowie. And um, I signed up for Foreigners Cold as Ice without really thinking about it. And as I went up there, the the karaoke master gave me the mic and said, you better squeeze your nuts for this one. And I was like, oh, right. This song's super high. Like just with like physically squeeze them? You gotta yeah, like... just to sing high, you okay. know. Uh-huh. You're that... as cold as ice. I don't, that seems like a misnomer. Does that really make you no, sing higher? No, of course not. That's absurd. Just makes you in pain. It's no good. Has your daughter ever racked you real good? Like in the like kicked me? Yeah. No, not yet. I mean, not on purpose. Oh no, but no, no, like no, no. in baby days. Sometimes she'll like like flop. the errant foot. Oh yeah, flop in the wrong manner. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> it's no good. No, no good. We're teaching Ruby all the correct words though, you know, instead of like pee pee and stuff. So she she. Pounced on me the other day and kind of uh, took my breath away, let's say. And she went, Daddy, did I hurt your penis? <laughs> she did not say that. <laughs> she did. What? And I said, yes, Ruby. I said, you have to be careful around that area. That's very true. So we're, we're trying to start her young with, with proper names, Noel. I think that's smart. Yeah, it's good. Um, but hey, teach her on. If you want your kid to say pee-pee and... No, no, and Nini and Nana. They'll keep saying that into adulthood, <laughs> and they'll look very foolish. All right, so uh, we're going to start off, Noel, with your favorite. Let's go ahead and get you angry right out of the gate with some Noel's holes. Crowdsourced a dish. Ooh, this segment really burns me up. <laughs> uh, this is not a hole, but I just want to say that Emilio Alvarado said right off the bat, "I fucking love the Noel's holes segments." Ha ha ha. Does that mean he's being sarcastic? Yeah, it's because of you. It's because you make him so fun. Oh, thanks, Chuck. And thanks, Emilio. Um, all right. Um, uh, again, I'm just going to go in order. Uh, let me get my my pen. You got a, a Sharpie over there or something, Noel? I got what you one. want. There's a Christmas-themed mug of pens over here. All right. Uh, and I'm just going to keep track with my yes column and my no column until we get to 20. And then we're going to see how, how you do. You're... you're How'd you do the last time? I think you were over 50% both times. I think times. I did quite well. Yeah, last time you did I think well. I did quite well. <laughs> Excuse if me. If I do say so myself. <laughs> we need to keep an overall record as well. Uh, all right, Jay Frazier says this one, Noel. Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, yeah, that's the one with um, the dude from the, um, what was that great BBC comedy show? The Young Ones? Yes, that's right. He's in it. Rick Mail. Rick Mail. And right. also- uh, I'm giving it to you. Who's the who's the gal in it? Isn't it uh, Phoebe Cates? The gal? Uh, I don't know. You know what? This is one of my she's holes. She's a Phoebe Cates lookalike if she's not. She really does look like Phoebe Cates. This is a chuck hole. Hold on. And Noel, you know what? Oh, I think it was Phoebe Cates. Because um, I'm now remembering the poster. Of Rick Mayall and uh, as Fred and Phoebes. So it is absolutely Phoebe Cates. You know what, Noel? It's some, you know, we're, we're going to do Chuck's Holes, but you got to curate that list. Oh, I'd love to. So whenever you feel, whenever you feel jumpy, just go ahead and get a, a list of 20 together and we'll do that. And Drop Dead, he was like her imaginary friend. 
I want to say. I don't even know. I gave you credit, though. You can just stop. Okay, I'll stop. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Dave Croucher says the movie Trick or Treat. That was a recent, like, horror kind of situation. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen chuckle. it. Nope. Right. But I think the guy that did it went on to do some interesting stuff. Okay. Uh, Dave Croucher says, I loved it because it was the first movie I saw that featured a lot of heavy metal music. Though in hindsight, it wasn't that metal. So, no, it wasn't oh, recent. It's, well, there's another one. This one, you, okay, I'm looking it up now. There's one from 86, which has a flaming jack-o'-lantern on the cover. So I'm assuming that's the metal I bet that's one the one he's talking about. And then there's another one that came out maybe a couple of years ago. And the guy that did that went on to do some other cool horror stuff. All right. Um, Adam Felchner says, Moonstruck. I have not seen that. That's with Cher, right? And Nicolas Cage? Yep. yep. So, no. wait, I need to put you down for no for... Uh, Wait, how many no's is that? That's two no's. Two total? Two no's and a yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll almost put you down for three. Uh, Moonstruck, he said it has opera. So does that mean he has seen it? It's got opera, Noel. I've seen literally every piece of popular culture media involving opera. Except Moonstruck. Yes. <laughs> Why? Did your mom just was like, I'll no, watch I'm, opera movies I'm clearly joking. Too. Oh, okay. Just because I have some tangential connection to opera doesn't mean oh. I magically have seen every gotcha. opera I'm sorry. related thing. I didn't read your smarmy assness. I'm so sorry. Excuse <laughs> me. I should have leaned into it a little harder. Um, uh, Jim Harjo Jr. or Harjo, I'm not sure if you pronounce that J or not. Oh, the guy that did the trick or treat from 2007 did Krampus, which I enjoyed. Krampus. Oh, yeah, did, yeah. Didn't you like Krampus? That was a fun I holiday. didn't see Krampus. It's a good. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a hole. The holes are revealing themselves, Chuck. <laughs> I know. Oh, and they're so stinky. Um, Jim Harjo Jr. says, uh, he gave us a list, but I'm just going to go with the first one on his list of sports movies. So get ready, Noel. Remember the Titans. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. All right. I've seen some of the, the, the very rollicking, uh, inspirational scenes. Okay. The, the locker room speech and stuff. Sure. Um, Ketty Bredemeyer says... He gave three. I'm going to say all three because I think you've seen them all. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Yeah, I've seen the trilogy. All right. Mm-hmm. The Cornetto trilogy. I didn't know it was called that. I, I remember that now. I don't understand. Is that What does that have to do with? I have no idea. Interesting. Never heard that. Yeah. I like that guy, though. What's his name? Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Also would be a wonderful guest on this show. I've heard him on a couple of shows, and he is just a very generous, delightful interview. Yeah. He was actually on the R.E.M. podcast that I like so well. (laughs) Adam Scott? Uh Uh-huh. He was on there because he's a huge R.E.M. fan. That's funny. Uh, It's funny. I was looking at um, uh, Instagram again the other day because of the uh, Busy Phillips coming on the show. And I was looking at her Instagram, and she had a selfie with Adam Scott uh, after they had voted. She was like, look who I ran into at my polling place. And it's funny to think about – that's like, again, the beauty of L.A. is if you live in Hollywood, you go to the vet, you go to the polling place – you go to the DMV, and you never know who you're going to see there. Did I ever tell you about my great idea for a TV show? No. I think it would have to be animated, but here's the concept. And I have already uh, trademarked this. I'm not trademarked, but I've copywritten my pilot script to everyone, so you can't steal this. Good. Celebrity DMV. I like it. So in the Batcave, the original Batcave, tucked buried into the Hollywood uh, hills below the Hollywood sign – is the celebrity DMV, this very secret A A or B list only uh, place where the elite can go and get their driver's license renewed and their tag plates and stuff. Because think about it. You go to the DMV in Hollywood, you think you're going to see 
Steven Spielberg standing in line getting his driver's license? Do you think Steven Spielberg even has to drive? But they all they all do. They, they all do. love their little sports cars. That's true. They do. That's a good point. So I was like, why don't you ever see Tom Cruise getting his motorcycle license? And, I was, and that spawned the idea. It's like Celebrity DMB. But then it's like a party down thing where everyone who works there is like a, an aspiring writer and actor mm-hmm. trying to like work it. Yeah. And then hijinks ensue every day. And uh, stuff like that. That is true, Chuck. That is the one thing you can't send an assistant to do for I you. I don't think so, right? You got to go. You got to go. You got to be there. Unless you got to show up. You got to show up. Did I tell you I went to the Bat Cave in uh, uh, Bronson Caves when I was in L.A.? Oh, well, I saw the pics. Yeah, that's yeah. A, but that's like that's where they shot that scene in Batman where the, the Batmobile is emerging from the from That's the, right. From the cave. And that the idea is that that is where this uh, CDMB is. Well, I didn't see shit. I, but it it's was, there's it was, a secret keypad that opens oh, up okay. a secret it's wall. It's like in a panel. Yeah, yeah there is no real CDMB. No, I've made this up. Oh, man. It's so it, I was captivated. I've created it. I love it. All right, so we've gotten five. We need to do 15 more. So let's, let's pick up the pace. Uh, Christopher Austin says The Truman Show. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. That's Milos, a, Milos Forman? That's a layup. Did that, I make what, that up? That wasn't Milos Forman. It wasn't? No. All right, I'm putting that in the Wait, no come column. on. No, no, I know. <laughs> no, see, I said too much. Uh, Who was that? It was somebody. It was uh, Peter Weir. That's right. Who, what did Milos Forman do? He's done a lot of movies. I know that. Rob Dennis says, A Blazing Saddles. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes, of course. I've seen Blazing Saddles. Okay. You know, it's, that movie is, um, it's hard to watch now. Yeah. It's got some, you know, I, I know sure. that's the point. I know it's it's meant to make you squirm and have some problematic sure. racial stuff in it. Yeah. But when you watch it today, I, I, I found myself not, yeah. not getting offended, but just a little. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. yeah. yeah. Co-written by uh, Richard Pryor. Um, DC Hoover says Untouchables. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm. All right. About the, the, the bootlegging. Uh, sure. Yeah. Gangsters. Gangsters. Uh, Kristen Glenn Kister says Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> and she laughs because, of course, all you do is talk about that in Harry Potter. Why did I? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I have seen the entire trilogy. That yes. is one of my claims to fame. I've seen <laughs> all three Lord of the Rings you movies. You sat through all that shit? Well, there's four, actually, because one of them was split in two. Oh, God. That was the one where it just like it ended like nine times. Yeah. The Return of the King. You didn't like him? I don't know, man. I, I just – it all sort of just runs together in my mind. I don't know. They're fun. Battle axes and arrows just flying around. I like the ring wraiths. They're super creepy. I don't even know what that is. They're the big creepy dudes with the big swords on the black horses with like the kind of shroudy, right. shadowy, you know, sure. c- cloaks. Yeah. That are, then they, they're like, they talk like this. <laughs> are you a Game uh, Game of Thrones guy? I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I watched the first – how many? What what season are they on now? Five is about to be out. I think I watched the first two, and then just sort of, I didn't lose interest because I enjoyed it, but I, I think I just sort of fell away from it. I want to know why I thought Milos Forman did the Truman Show. I'm looking at his IMDb, and he did Amadeus. I'm, I know he did, he did uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I, I know, I yeah. know. I'm just it was a, it was a weird brain fart there. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 
314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. Logan Corsault says the Holy Mountain. I have seen the Holy Mountain. My friend, Ryan, my oh. very good friend from L.A., who I saw uh, reconnected with not too long ago, um, told me about that one night when we were hanging out doing things. Uh-huh. And he said, dude, you haven't seen Holy Mountain? Yeah. And he bought that shit on DVD and shipped it to me. Wow. And I still haven't been able to, to find time, but it's on the list. Is it yeah. just amazing? Well, it's 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 like – it's uh, Jodorowsky, who's this like weirdo, mavericky, I want to say Spanish director. Okay. And he is just all about the visuals and the uh, kind of aesthetics and like the symbolism. So he did a movie called Santa Sangre, which is uh, Holy Holy Blood, I believe is what, it's, what that um, translates to. All right. And he did one called El Topo, that's sort of a weirdo psychedelic Western. And then Holy Mountain is his like coup de grace, where it's right. just the most psychedelic shit you've ever seen. And it's all kind of got this religious symbolism. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't exactly have a, a story you can follow but uh-huh. it's just like everything's kind of representative of other stuff and it's right. sort of about like technology and the forward march of civilization and man and like progress and how that actually rapes the earth of its you know wow. wonder and, and uh, natural goodness and so light like fair that. for a Sunday morning yeah but it's also like you know there's like a scene where there it, it, the visual part of it you see copied in so much stuff in like oh. music videos and yeah, popular yeah. culture and things so it's very very cool was very it cool. 70s 60s yeah, 70s i want to say early 70s I recommended think. yeah all right yeah it's fucking weird i mean it's sitting in my house that's my review holy mountain yeah it's fucking weird uh ryan if you're listening i, I i'm going to watch it buddy i promise and i want to see you guys soon uh becky harris trainer says that thing you do you know i don't think i have seen that all right 
That's a no. But I, I know I know a lot about it because the, the the music was by uh, the guys from the band Fountains of Wayne, who I used to be oh, a big fan them. of. Schlesinger, I think, is his name. Oh, okay. And they wrote all that that kind of Beatles esque music, which made sense. It was a good, right. good get for them. Here's a layup for you from Heather Smith. Uh, Jurassic Park. I'm just reading them, everyone. You really? Hey. You, you want to know if I've seen Jurassic Park? I'm not even asking, Noel. Did you see me put yes before you even <laughs> said a word? I've seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> seen all the Jurassic Parks. <laughs> even the, the really bad ones. Uh, Debbie Frang, Frangadakis. Man, I just love names. Names are great. I feel so... Noel Brown and Chuck Bryant. So I know. Dull. I know. That's why you're always saying great name because you're jealous of these I people's am. amazing names. Frangadakis? Yeah. Or, what, or what you know, that? however you actually pronounce it. Oh, I know. Well, I'm sorry. I, I know I get these <laughs> wrong. Um, I had a guy write into Stuff You Should Know yesterday that was like, he had a funny name and he or an unusual name. And he said, hey, guys, started listening a few months ago. I really like the show, but I really... I feel like you should put more thought into pronouncing names, and it just really, like, it's the one thing. And I was like, dude, you got 10 years of bad name pronouncing to catch up on. Seriously. It's a part of the show. It's a part of the show. It's fabric of the show, everyone. It really is. Uh, but Debbie says, fly to the Navigator, Noel. No. Okay. That's, a, that's like a kid's Disney movie about space, right? Yep. Yep. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, ben Masters. Uh, he's going old school on you, Noel, so I think you're going to get a zilch on this one. The Dawn Patrol. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Do you? Nope. <laughs> That's a chuckle. <laughs> uh, Jamie Hearn Irwin says The Green Mile. There's a lot of movies called The Dawn Patrol. <laughs> there's one from 70, there's one from 78, there's one from 94, and there's one from 2014. Jeez, get original, everyone. I don't know that they're even remakes. I think it's just kind of a name that got tossed around and not properly copywritten. I don't know. Well, you can title the movie the same thing. That's true, but like, how would... How I'm going to make a movie called Gone with the Wind. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> what was this next one, Chuck? Uh, did I ever tell you that uh, my dream band name would be The Whom? The Whom is good. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Beatles and spell it uh, B-E-E-T-L-E-S. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine having the balls to name yourself the Beatles and spell it like the insect? I, I could imagine it. Yeah. I think that their pun name is lost on a lot of people. Oh, of course. They were the original pun band name. That's right. You know? Because it was like beat. Like yeah. Like beating a drum. Uh, so Jamie Hearn Irwin said the Green Mile Null. Yeah. Yeah, with the, with the, with the big dude and the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> The big dude in the mouse. And the electric, Michael Clark the electric chair. Was that a spoiler? Boy, uh, Pollux had a great story about Michael Clark Duncan on the episode. Oh, really? Or did I, did he make me cut that out? I can't remember now. Oh, it was good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, if he if it's not in there, remind me to tell you. Or the next time you talk to Pollock, okay, say what's your Michael Clark Duncan story? Oh, well, I'm sure he would. He is. He is a very. He's very generous with his stories. He is. He is. He's I, got I good like, ones. He's a good guy. Uh, Bauman Vowel. Or Bowman Vowell says, the campaign. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. That does not ring a bell. This is like a political drama, political thriller. Is it? I don't know. I bet it is. That wasn't the Will Ferrell movie? No. What was that? The Candidate? It is the campaign. It was with Zach Galifianakis and yeah. Will Ferrell. No, I haven't seen him. Oh, dude, that movie's funny. Is it funny? Yeah. <laughs> it is really funny. I'm a sucker for that one. 
Uh, let me see. That is 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. It, four more. It does look like it's Zach Galifianakis doing his kind of effet southern counterpart, which yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah, Chip. I lo- yeah. Yeah, I love that character. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> oh, Baskets is so good. I still haven't seen the new season, but um, that's a good one. Um, Stanton Thatcher says Children of Men. Oh, yeah, it's classic. They teach that in film school. Uh, Brian Ami, uh, Amidi says My Favorite Year. Nope. All right, Noel, you got to see My Favorite Year. Who's that by? Peter O'Toole, starring Peter O'Toole. Great, great, great. Cool. I think he might have won an Academy Award for that. Uh, I think a couple of more here, Noel. We'll wrap it up. Elizabeth uh, Kapuska, October Sky. No. No, I've not seen it. I don't know what that is. I think young Jake Gyllenhaal, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Noel, one more. Oh, and Chris Cooper. Goodness. One more. And the score is 10 to 9. Oh, wow. So you will either equalize. Or I will fall below my 50% ratio that I require in order to feel good about myself. See, I feel like I'm looking now and I will. it will be weighted. So I'm just going to pick the fifth thing down. Okay. Okay. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Ah, Justin Michael says Heat. Yeah, I watched that recently. Uh, I rewatched it. It's great. All right, classic Noel. heist film. Oh, actually, it, it wasn't to equalize because you had fewer no's. So, final score: eleven yeses, nine no's. Yeah. You prevail once again and beat down the internet. See, I'll tell you though, Chuck, this is actually fun because there is there are some stakes now. I like it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> what I'm, I'm, what I'm, are the stakes? Uh, failure or success? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Noel. Good job. Uh, all right, everyone, I asked you another social studies segment. Social studies on movie crush. This one was interesting. Um, I ask a lot about movies and actors and things like that, but this one was different in that I said, movies, movie, actual movie aside, what is one thing that has happened to you in a movie theater that you will never forget? Do you get the question? I do, and I have one that, that springs right to mind. Well, me too. Let's hear yours. I, did, I just saw a really horrible, drunk, domestic abuse situation happen oh, in a movie Jesus. theater once with a, fam- really? with a family. Oh, And God. the dad was, like, really drunk, and the mom was like, you need to just leave. You need to get out of here. And he was oh, just, like, being all drunk and abusive, and it was terrible. That's awful. That's not, I mean, that's just the one. That, it's not, I didn't say it was good. It just came No, to no, mind. no. These don't have to imagine a lot of these are bad. What uh, What movie was it? It was Brave, that, that animated Pixar movie. Oh, and I was God. with my kid, too. Man. So it was extra. Like, we were both like, we left. It was just like, God, so, so terrible. Uh, mine was when I saw um, the Todd Solon's movie, Welcome to the Dollhouse. And I, I think I've told this story before on the show, but I saw it in New York at the Angelica many years ago when it came out. And there was that one scene where the character looks at uh, at the young girl and says something about uh, that he was going to rape her, but it he didn't even know what he was saying. Uh, he he, um, and of course this was a long time ago when this was made. You probably wouldn't even put that in a movie now, but he just said that. And in I think what he really meant was like he wanted to kiss her or something. But it was uh, a dude stormed out of the movie theater because it was it was played for laughs in the movie and people were laughing. And uh, he he stormed out very upset and called us all very bad people for laughing and said, how could you laugh at this? Really? And this was 20, 20 years ago. That's crazy. So he That's was a, ahead of the curve. 
looking back. That is intense. But I'd never been told off in a movie, like the, told off the whole crowd. Yeah. I, I also really like your story about the witch where the girl goes, that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that's actually, that's tied for first. Uh, all right. This this should be interesting. I'm going to leave this one up too because um, I have a feeling these are pretty good. Justin Kimmler says, I went to see Pacific Rim uh, right at the end when they're underwater uh, about to uh, have the movie climax. The characters on screen press the button, and the theater lost power. Needless to say, everyone was extremely confused when the screen went black. Interesting. It's almost as if it sounds like the button push seemed like it turned the movie off. Uh, that's pretty good. Sam Schild says, uh, while watching Killing of a Sacred Deer, I haven't seen that. I've heard it's great. Have you seen that? I have. Is yeah, it good? It is. It's it's it's, it's uh, very much in line with that dude who did the lobster and I didn't dog see the tooth. lobster either. Did you see dog tooth? No, man, I haven't seen any of them. They're good. Yeah, it's, it's very uncomfortable. Borderline. It's very black comedy. The, the the blackest possible comedy. Right. It's it's good. Yeah. yeah. To where you're like, is this comedy? Yeah. Sacred Deer even takes it a little further. Yeah. So he says he was watching that, and an older fellow couldn't handle the uh, uh, suffering of children, and let out many oofs and oh Jesus throughout the screening. <laughs> Uh, as soon as the last frame went to black, he walked out in a huff saying, I can't believe this movie. All right. Mark Palumbo says, uh, my parents took me to see Lion King when I was a kid. When Mufasa died, I started crying. It's the first time a movie affected me so much. I felt embarrassed. I remember looking around and everyone else was crying, including my dad. And it ended up being a very special moment for me. That is pretty special. I never saw it. You haven't seen The Lion King? No, dude. I was like in my thirties. That doesn't matter, that Chuck. Out. You don't. You don't not. You don't stop seeing Disney movies just because you turn thirty. Yeah, you do. There's a period there. See, you had kids when you were young. How old were you when you had your daughter? Twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> there was no. But gap. I still never stopped seeing Disney movies, dude. I always <laughs> see the new, the latest Disney movie. From eighteen to twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I hang out with theater nerds. I'm I'm the ogre. Yeah. what's wrong with you man Uh, All right, let me see here what's a good one Uh, Brandon McDonald said my husband and I went to see Juno after we've been trying for our first child for six months we were sitting there watching the movie and thought she's pregnant like me uh, which was super weird since it was still too early to test that cycle I took a test a few days later and I was actually pregnant probably just coincidence but I have to wonder if some part of me knew that is wonderful, Brandy. And I see in your little picture here, you have three beautiful children. That is a great story. Congratulations to you and your family. That can be very, very tough stuff. Trust me. Uh, Bex Bloomfield. Hey, Bex. Our old buddy. Is that like B-E-X? B-E-X. Rebecca no way. Bex Bloomfield. I love that. She's great. She's been around forever. I met her finally in uh, New Zealand. She's from England, but she lives in, uh, in New Zealand now. Cool. She's wonderful. So Beck says uh, the Avengers, uh, the UK spy film, not the Marvel movies, uh, but the original Avengers with uh, Uma Thurman. She said, I had food poisoning from the meal we ate before the movie and for a brief moment considered vomiting into my popcorn bucket, but instead made a run for the toilets across a huge multiplex and I didn't make it. Oof. Oh, Bex, I'm so sorry to hear that. I've never... Well, I was about to say never puked in public, but 
I have a very shameful college story that I won't talk about. <laughs> well, but the thing with that is, like, if you know it's coming, you 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 act like a cat that's dying, and you crawl under the house and you know puke <laughs> that, in, in that, your shame. That. You know, like yeah, you find a nice dumpster out of the get view. that hairball out. Uh, Alicia Deet says, "My now husband and I went to see Men in Black on our first date in high school as sweethearts, and we've been together ever since. Married twenty years, so that's a good special movie uh, or a special memory. I like that." Um, <laughs> Megan Nicole just all she put was this comment has been censored due to inappropriate content she didn't even put what it was I like that Megan from Kansas I like where you're I like what you're throwing down there Kelly Conklin says saw the movie Fight Club with my then boyfriend now husband I kept seeing little blips or flashes in the corner of the screen I thought I was hallucinating after it was over I asked uh, if he was seeing them too and he said no I thought, well, this is it. I'm witnessing my own psychotic break, only to find out later that Fincher was putting subliminal images into the film. And I was re- very relieved to find that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of those, like like penises, I think. A lot yeah. of them were penises snuck in there. Yeah, he sure did. And he, and he referenced that in the movie. Oh, well, it's in the yeah, Because in the that's book. what Brad Pitt did mm-hmm. as a projectionist, right? That's right, that's right. That's a movie that I have such fond memories of, but uh, so great. It, I don't know that it holds up like I remember it. Mm, I haven't seen it in a while. You know, they built that house on Paper Street. Oh, really? For the movie? Yep. Isn't oh, that crazy? I didn't know that. Looks like a total house that exists in real life. All right. We're going to do one more here, and then we'll continue this in following weeks because I like it. Uh, Gemma Marie says, my little brother, four years old at the time, went missing toward the end of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, in New Zealand. My parents were freaking out. I thought it was hilarious and kept telling him uh, kept telling my parents that the ants had eaten him. <laughs> Wait, he went missing? He went missing. I, I guess he just snuck off in the dark in the movie theater. But they found him, right? Well, I trust. I mean, she's laughing about the story now, unless she's a, well. When a you say, when you say went missing, though, that that <laughs> sound that's got a lot of weight to it. It does. It does. You should follow up on that. Seriously? No, I assume they found him. Is he okay? I think he is. All right. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. 
someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Uh, all right, we're going to do a quick final segment, Noel, of Stream This. <laughs> the movie came out last year, so it's nothing new. But I finally got around last night to watching It Comes at Night. Did you see that? Yeah, I liked it. So we won't do a full review here because I certainly don't want to give it away. But um, this is the movie with uh, Joel Edgerton um, and Christopher Abbott and Riley Keough, Elvis Presley's granddaughter. I did not know that. You didn't know that was that was who that was? Is that because she's related to Lisa Marie? No. Yeah, that's yes. his only daughter, so sure. Okay, that's right, yeah. Um, and uh, Carmen uh, Ejogo and Kelvin Harrison Jr. round out the cast. Really great acting. Uh, and written and directed by Trey uh, Edward Schultz, who uh, I have not seen his first movie, but uh, Krisha, have you seen that movie? K-R-I-S-H-A? I heard it was good. It's supposed to be off the charts yeah, great. I think it was um, Casey Pegram said it was fantastic. Yeah, I really, really want to see that. So he really made his name with that small film, very well regarded, and then moved on and made It Comes at Night, which uh, I thought was a horror movie. And I don't think I would classify it as such. I, I think it, I classify it a little bit more of a psychological thriller. Maybe it dances around horror a little bit. Did you think it was a horror movie? No. It's a fine line. I mean, it was more of a psychological thriller. It, it was one of those movies that I could see people getting pissed off about because of the advertising behind it. And sure. looking like there's a spooky ghost or a monster or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some kind and of... It turns out the spooky ghost was us all along. <laughs> the monster was in our hearts. Uh, yeah, it, it is a very deep sort of examination of, of paranoia and what would, you, what would you do to protect your family and how, how might that end? Um, I really dug it. I thought it was good. And it, and it didn't um, – I imagine it frustrated a lot of people beyond the fact that it wasn't just crawling with zombies, but that it, it leaves a lot of loose ends. It does not wrap anything up. And at the end of the movie, there are like three or four major questions left unanswered. And um, for better or for worse, I like that. Um, not all the time. Sometimes I like a nice little bow on my movie, and that can be very satisfying. But sometimes I also – like what Mr. Schultz did, where he just sort of threw it out there and was like, you know what? What do you think, audience? How do you interpret this? Uh, who opened the door? You know, that's sort of one of the big questions. So it's, you know, it's it's left up to the audience to decide those things. I like that. How do you feel about it? I like it, too. And again, it's like it's a lot of what you bring to it um, in terms of interpretation. But you can also interpret it very straightforwardly. Sure. You could interpret it like symbolically. There's a lot of different ways to, to look at it. Yeah. And there were, you know, one of the reasons why it's open to interpretation are there are, I think, either four or five uh, dream 
sequences. And the final one is the one where you're like, that could explain it. Or was it a dream? Or was that real? And you're sort of left wondering. And I like that. It's one of those movies that, you know, you sort of dive into the internet afterward to see what other people think and to see what movie reviewers say and what, you know, what is your interpretation of the ending. And that's great. If, you, if a movie will drive you online to do more research about it, then uh, that's quite an accomplishment, I think. It really stayed with me. Uh, great acting, on a budget, uh, great production value, very smartly, efficiently done. Um, the pacing is great. Great score. Taut, taut psychological thriller. I loved it. Same. Yeah, good stuff. It comes at night, everyone. Check it out. Uh, I streamed it. Uh, what is uh, uh, Amazon Prime is where I streamed it. Uh, it was available there for, uh, well, I was about to say no money, but included in the cost of your Amazon Prime subscription, I guess. It's easy to say. It's on Netflix. It's free. But you're paying for that service. So uh, that is it for this week, everyone. Check out It Comes at Night. Uh, log your movie theater memories on Facebook. Um, throw out some holes for Noel. Maybe Noel will get around to some chuck holes. Yeah, man. At some point. I think I will. Uh, and I think that's it. Um, you know what? It, it's been in, This one's going to come out weeks later, but uh, we should give a in memoriam shout out to the great, great Stan Lee. We should. Who passed in real time uh, just a few days ago. Yeah. And a big bummer. Everyone saw it coming. I think he was mid-90s. It was, it was bound to happen, but uh, one of the great creators. Speaking of which, have you seen that movie Mid-90s? No, I want to. I know it looks supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, um, but yeah, Stanley, that is a bummer. He, you know, I mean, he. How, what a, what a thing to do to create single handedly, or at least have a hand in something that's so yeah. iconic and yeah. that's so multifaceted and like you know this world means so much to so this many universe. people. Yeah, so great. The MCU. We love the movies now. Uh, like I say, uh, like I've said before, I, I never really read those comics, but um, they meant so much to so many people. So. Hats off to you, Mr. Stanley. Indeed. Rest in peace. See you next time, folks. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.